Hello and welcome back to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Keith. And you guys, my book is here. It's called Trust the Universe. And I am so excited. I went on Amazon uh, yesterday and it looks like there's only three copies left. So it is selling out. Um, they are going to get more copies. So no worries there. You should be able to get it there or Barnes & Noble. But it is just a dream come true. And it's so hard to believe that it's finally here because I wrote it over a year ago. And, you know, it's a whole process getting it here. Um, but reviews are already coming in from people. Um, one woman said, Hi, Stephanie, I'm from Australia and have just ordered your amazing book, Trust the Universe. And I love it. It's changing my thought processes dramatically. And I haven't felt this excited about life ever. Thank you so much for sharing your experiences and knowledge. Oh, that means the world to me. And when I wrote this book, I had a very clear intention. I infused it with this energy of the people that read this book will see a positive transformation in their life. And I'm so thrilled to see the people so quickly are already feeling such a drastic difference in their life and their mindset. Uh, someone else wrote, just wanted to tell you I'm loving um, the app and the book. Another person in Australia said, bought this today here in Australia. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. The part about the inner child literally made me cry and released so much for me. Thank you. And then I'll do one more. I bought this book today and I can't put it down. I love it and you've made it so easy to understand how to manifest. So that was my goal to make it really easy, simple, and it is, it's a short, easy read. Um, and it's really beautiful. It's not your typical black and white book. It's broken up um, into sections. There's a lot of artwork. It's very pretty. So it can be a nice piece of home decor when you're done reading it. Um, but every single chapter has an exercise, a meditation, something to help you actually apply what you're learning to your life as you go through the book. So it's really ingraining manifestation into your life, into your practice, and you kind of do these things as you go. Because something that I've noticed with books, especially um, having the book club, and it's one reason why I decided to start the book club, is because how often have you read a book and you're like all excited and you're like, I'm gonna you know, implement all these different things into my life. And then a few days after the book is done, you just go right back to living your normal life and you don't implement anything. I know that's happened to me over and over and over again. That's why I created the book club so that we could actually work together and like come up with strategies of applying these things to our lives. And that's why I wrote the book the way that I did because I wanted it to be something that you could do as you go and something that you could refer back to in the future as you come up with things from your childhood, limiting beliefs, inner child stuff, stuff that might be bringing your vibration down or blocking you from manifesting, you can go back to those chapters and do those practices. So if you haven't picked up a copy yet, I'll link it in the show notes. Um, you can search Trust the Universe by Stephanie Keith on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And I really appreciate everyone who has bought the book so far. And I want to announce that 
in the month of May, this will be the book for the book club. So if you've purchased the book, I want you to tag me on Instagram with a photo of the book so I can see that you have it and I will send you a Zoom link for the month of May to uh, join us in the book club as we go through it and I can share some of my um, insights with you guys. All right, so today's episode, I really wanted to talk about strategy and inspired action because a lot of the podcasts that I've listened to over the years and a lot of the things that I see online right now are so focused on strategy. Their strategies for social media, their strategies for selling, their strategies for launch plans. There's like all of these different strategies that people tell you, you got to do this, you got to do that. This is the way to do it right, blah, blah, blah. And I don't hear a whole lot of people talking about intuitively taking action in your business, taking that inspired action and seeing what feels right instead of what someone told you is right or what your brain is telling you is logical or practical. So I wanted to share my side of that. Not that I have anything wrong with strategies. I think strategies are great. And I think if you find something that is working for you, then keep doing it. Absolutely. But I think there's so much noise out there around strategies and everyone's trying to sell their perfect strategy. And I think it can get a little messy if it's something that you don't feel good about, something that feels more like hard work or a chore. Um, I would just challenge you to sit with that and figure out what is lighting you up and what's inspiring you because I think that there is an easier way. I think that there is a path of least resistance that you might not be aware of. You might not be able to see, but if you set that intention and you trust your intuition and start following what feels right for you, I think you're going to find that there's an easier way to get shit done. And this is for, you know, if you're running a business, if you're in your day job, if you're raising kids, it applies to everything. I'm just going to challenge you to spend the next month throwing out these quote unquote strategies and tuning into what feels right for you. And I want to give you some specific examples because this is literally how I run my business. It is how I have done everything in my business up until this point. And for a while, I got in my head a little bit because like I said, I do listen to a lot of those podcasts and those podcasts are great. Um, But I started feeling very overwhelmed. Like I need to hire a whole team and have all of these like strategies and practices and action steps automated But none of that really felt right to me. It felt very like manufactured and fake. Um, For example, when I post on social media, I post that day. So when you see me post something, like that is what I've been inspired to create in that moment. Um, A lot of people are like into batching where they'll make like a ton of posts in an hour or in one day and then just post it, you know, throughout the month or the year. And that's fine. But for me, 
like that doesn't feel good to me and that doesn't really feel um, genuine to me. It feels almost like I'm not tuning into the specifics of what someone needs. So I'm not saying that's wrong. Like if that feels right to you, then do that. I'm just speaking like from my personal experience, I just tend to do things as I go. Same with emails. And so this is kind of what got me thinking I should do a podcast episode on this because once again, I was in my head uh, about a week ago thinking, you know, all of these other business people that own businesses, they have this whole strategy with their email list and like how they're sending out emails. And I just have never been that way. Like I have an auto sequence where when you sign up for my email list, you get like a ton of free stuff. So you'll get like free videos, free resources, stuff like that. But then after that runs, like basically I just send emails as I get inspired to. If I feel like there's something I want to share with you guys, I'll send the email. Otherwise, I, I just don't. And last week I started thinking, okay, I should probably have more of a strategy around this. And I sat down and I batched a bunch of emails to go out. And it was terrible. I Things like didn't get scheduled correctly because I was batching it and I wasn't inspired and it felt like a chore. So I was half-assing it basically. And for example, like with the book club, I sent out an email like, see you in the book club today, but I sent it out on the wrong day. Um, Then it was like, I'll see you on the call in 30 minutes, but I sent it out like three hours in advance. And like, just little things like that that got messed up. And I feel like it was the universe sending me a sign that like, why are you doing it this way when it doesn't feel good to you? You don't have to do it this way just because other people are running their business that way. So that was like a big wake up call for me to go back to my normal way of just like sending stuff when I'm feeling inspired to send stuff to you guys. And Who cares if it's not every week or not every whatever? It doesn't matter. Just do it as I'm inspired. And I started thinking about my business as a whole and how it really has been inspired action from day one. Like I've never really had this strict, rigid schedule or strategy or anything in place. And a lot of people would knock that down saying like that's impulsive It's not smart. It's not planning. But I think it's my intuition telling me what I can do to make things as easy and effortless as possible, to make this feel good to me. Because at the end of the day, like this is a really big part of my life. And whatever you're doing, whether you're in a nine to five job or you're running a business, it's a big chunk of your life. So you have to make it enjoyable. If it becomes a chore, it's going to bring your whole vibration down. It's going to make a big part of your life not happy, not not joyful. And that then bleeds into other areas of your life. You bring that home with you. So, you know, figure out like what in your job or in your business is not lighting you up. What is not feeling good? And is there a way that you can tune into your intuition and take more inspired action versus just doing something because it's the way it's always been done or it's the way someone told you it has to be done or whatever. 
So um, I just wanted to give some some more examples of that because like I said, I I create and I work from inspired action versus strategic planning. So another example of this was a few weeks ago, I was looking into Patreon, which is like the podcast um, subscription platform where people like, you know, pay for additional content, longer episodes, all that kind of stuff. And I looked at that because that's what I have heard other people doing. And I started playing around with that and I was like, oh man, like, I don't know, this seems like a lot of work and I don't really know what I would do with this. And it just, it wasn't feeling truly aligned. And then I just randomly came across the new Apple subscription where you can have a channel within your podcast that is a subscription where you put extra content, exclusive episodes, um, things like that. And I thought, well, this seems like really cool because number one, it's really easy. I already work with Apple, have my account, like know how to do it all. And this is where I could put some stuff like subliminals and interviews and some of the things that I don't really do on this podcast because it's more of just like a solo you know 20 minute episodes where I just pack them with manifesting value but this is something where it's like if you do want more and you do want to like dive deeper you could go there so totally like inspired didn't research it didn't have a plan literally just uploaded an episode and got it started and that very same day people subscribed to it so I was like, okay, cool. Well, people are already subscribed, so I guess I better keep going with it. So I've just continued to upload um, episodes and content and things like that. And it's super easy. It feels good. And now that is another stream of passive income for me. Um, okay. The other thing was I had thought about doing a membership site for years for a really long time and my gosh like if you research membership sites there is so much out there there are so many podcast episodes and everyone has like their thing and so many people are saying like only open the doors a couple times a year and don't keep it open because you need to create scarcity so that people buy that sounds fucking terrible to me. Like, you know me, I am not about scarcity. I am about abundance. And I want to keep it open all the time. So that if on a random Friday afternoon, you're sitting around listening to my podcast, and you're like, hmm, I kind of want to see what else she has. And you come across the membership and you just decide that you're inspired to sign up for it. I want you to be able to do that. I don't want to have I don't want you to have to wait six months down the road to join it. So from the very get-go, I was like resisting starting a membership because of all these things that other people were saying you should do. And I resisted it and I never got started with it until one day I was just like, yeah, I'm going to go do that right now. Like just totally got inspired to do it. And the course platform that I was already using has it all set up where you could very easily start a membership site. So I just started it. Like started it, had zero launch plan, zero strategy, Um, just kind of got it going, 
put it out there and guess what? People signed up. And guess what? People are still signing up and there's no scarcity. There's no, um, you have to get in because it's only open for a week. But guess what? People are still signing up. So, you know, just because one person does it one way does not mean that you have to do it that way. This is what felt good for me. So this is the way that I'm going to do it. Like I'm just going by whatever I get inspired and called to do. And so far it's worked out pretty well with everything that I've done. Um, the other thing was my book deal. Okay, so I knew forever that I wanted to be an author. That was kind of like my big overarching dream. And for me, it was more about like leaving my mark on the world because I had gotten really into the law of attraction. <clears throat> And I was reading books from people who were dead, people who wrote these books a long time ago. And, um, you know, I'm thinking like Napoleon Hill, Wallace Waddles, um, <clears throat> now Bob Proctor, like people like that. And even though they're gone, like the world is still benefiting from their knowledge and their wisdom. And they were able to pass that down to multiple generations and these books will probably be around for a long time to come and I always just kind of thought about that and I thought what a wonderful legacy to leave for future generations to leave for my children to have a piece of me and my wisdom that I can leave on this world long after I'm gone so it was a very like deep goal that I had for a really long time but <laughs> You know what they say, the universe has divine timing and sometimes we don't quite understand it. But I end up getting this book deal when I'm eight months pregnant with Aiden. And if you guys have followed the podcast for a long time, you know it was a very difficult pregnancy. I was in a lot of pain. Um, I started having contractions as early as 20 weeks and it just I was just miserable. Like I was just, there's really no way to sugarcoat it. It was, it was rough. And by the time I was eight months pregnant, like I really felt like he's going to come early. I'm going to have this baby any day. I had a couple false alarms where I had to go to the hospital. Um, and it got to the point where like I could barely walk without just being completely out of breath and in like severe pain. So anyhow, I get this book deal and it's like my brain and like the practical side was saying this is not good timing. There's no way. There is no way you're going to be able to write this book. You have a baby coming in a month. You're miserable. Like the baby could come early. Um, having a newborn, you know, you're so sleep deprived and it just consumes your whole life. Like how the hell am I going to write a book? And they needed a really quick turnaround. Um, so it wasn't like I had a year to write it. I had like a couple months. So everything in my mind was telling me not to do this, but in my heart in my intuition, which I, it's a specific feeling that I get was saying, yes, go for it. You can do this. And like, this is, you've been waiting for this and here it is. So I just said, yes, I just said, yes. And I thought, I don't know how, but I'm just getting a hell yes that I have to do this. And I'm not going to let this lifelong dream of mine pass me by. So I went for it. And 
then I started like freaking out a little bit because I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like, like now I have to really figure out how I'm going to do this. And I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? The universe has divine timing and maybe this came to me at the perfect time because I am in so much pain that I literally can't do anything but sit in a chair. I'm getting up and walking. Like I said, it was it was a whole event. It was like painful. I, I would get contractions. So I really had to rest. And I thought if I'm just going to be sitting around in a chair anyways, I might as well, instead of like scrolling through social media, write my book. So in the beginning, it was like really like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? The timing isn't right. But then once I got into it and I accepted it, I'm like, this is truly like the perfect time to do this because I'm sitting here anyhow and I would rather be doing this than something completely unproductive like scrolling social media. So we would go in the little play area we have and uh, Amelia would play with her toys and I would sit in my chair and type away and that is how I wrote the book. And to be honest, like I barely remember typing it out because I was so in tuned with that that energy. I was so like connected and just kind of let like, you know, that that source energy flow through me that everything came out that was supposed to come out and like it turned out beautiful. And I think, you know, from the feedback that I've been getting, it's touching a lot of people and it's giving them the motivation and the inspiration that they need to make changes in their life. Had I gotten this deal after Aiden was born, maybe that wouldn't have happened. Maybe I would have been so, you know, busy chasing around a toddler and taking care of a baby that it wouldn't have been able to come to fruition. I don't know. But all I can say is when things like this happen, you really do have to trust the universe and know that it has divine timing. It can see things that you can't see and that your human brain might not fully understand. But you have to trust that feeling, that gut feeling, that intuitive feeling, and just go with it. If it's telling you, yes, trust it, and there will be a path that will unfold for you whether you can see it or not. Okay, so I really just wanted to like, share those few stories um the other the other one last thing real quick is the podcast so I I think I've mentioned this to you guys before but I do not record my podcasts or batch them in advance I don't plan them out I literally sit in front of my computer press record and I start talking and sometimes I'll like jot down a few notes like if I'm going for my morning walk and I just have like a ton of inspiration come through but I go with whatever I'm feeling in the moment. And so far, that's worked out really well for me. I get so many people that are like, you said exactly what I was thinking or exactly what I needed to hear. And I think it's because I'm doing that. I'm just recording and taking the inspired action rather than planning ahead. And hopefully that comes across as like very genuine for you guys because it is. I'm just sharing what's on my heart, what's coming through. And I feel like that's what you guys need to hear at that moment. So that's just another thing. And like I said, I have nothing against batching. I have nothing against strategy or pre-planning or things like that. But don't listen to someone 
tell you that that's the way you have to do it. Do what feels right to you. If you have something planned, but then you get like totally inspired by something else, go with the thing that's lighting you up. You can always save the thing you have planned for a later date. Trust yourself over anyone else, any other expert, any other podcaster, any other business person. Trust what's coming through for you and it won't lead you astray. Like that is usually the easiest path. It's not the only path, but I have found that it's the easiest and most enjoyable path where you feel the most fulfilled in what you're doing. So tune into that today. Try to tune into it at least for a month and just see like how it changes the way you feel about your business or your job and let me know. Um, DM me on Instagram at Law of Attraction Tribe. I am loving hearing from you guys. Every day I'm getting manifestation stories and it's so motivating for me and I know it's motivating when I share it um, and other people see that as well. So keep them coming. Let me know how it's going. And the best thing that you can do to support this podcast is to share it with a friend, share it on your Instagram. If you're finding value in it, then chances are people you know are going to find value in it too. And it just might be the very thing they need to get them through a rough patch in life and get them on a, a path towards fulfillment. So it doesn't cost you a thing to share it. And it really, truly means the world to me. And don't forget to pick up a copy of the book, Trust the Universe. Um, tag me in a photo at Law of Attraction Tribe on Instagram, and I will message you the link to the book club. Um, all right, that's all for today. I will see you guys back here next week. Bye.